Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jim Harbaugh is off to the NFL. The power dynamic in college football is changing every day. Nick Saban retired a couple of weeks ago. Now Jim Harbaugh leaving the University of Michigan after a national championship, after however many seasons, uh, I don't even know off the top of my head, to go be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. That's Andy Backstrom on the other side of those of your screens. Um, this isn't exactly Ohio State news, but anytime something happens, um, at the, the the opponent commonly known as that team up north. We have to talk about it. And now the dynamic of the game, the dynamic of the Big Ten is shifting um, under our very feet as we stand here. Tim, what's your reaction to, uh, at, from an Ohio State angle, of Jim Harbaugh leaving for the Chargers? Well, it's the late, great Hayden Fry, former coach at Iowa and SMU and North Texas State would have put it. What a surprise. Uh, this guy... This guy's been wanting to get back to the NFL to finish unfinished business for a while now, even for even for Connor Stallions. Well, I think Connor Stallions had come along by then when he uh, when he was when he had the dalliance with the uh, when Harbaugh had the dalliance with the Minnesota Vikings a couple of years ago. But the bottom line is he's got unfinished business in, in, in with the NFL, no matter what his record looks like at uh, Michigan, no matter what the asterisk stands for at Michigan. Uh, he did deliver a national championship and three state big, three straight Big Ten championships, and he wants to get back to to finish unfinished business. Uh, we all know how close he came to winning a Super Bowl, low those many years ago. And uh, it's been what he showed up at Michigan what 2015? Do I have that right? So he was at Michigan for nine seasons. That's uh, what two more than Urban Meyer was at Ohio State, uh, but. Uh, the bottom line is uh, I'm I'm not surprised by it. What makes it awkward, of course, is what's hanging over Michigan's head. What we think is hanging over Michigan's head in terms of a more in-depth uh, NCAA investigation. You know, we'll see how far that goes and how seriously the NCAA uh, deems it now that uh, Jim Harbaugh is moving on. Andy, close the door on the revenge operation for Ryan Day against Jim Harbaugh. I think we were all expecting, you know, if Ohio State did beat Michigan in the game, that Ryan Day would have his chance to finally get back at Jim Harbaugh about those third base comments. It feels like that window is closed a little bit now that Jim Harbaugh is moving on back to the NFL. And this rivalry is going to look a little bit different considering that you're not going to have that figure in the rivalry. It's going to be Ryan Day versus maybe Sharon Moore, maybe someone else outside the program that they'll bring in. So that part of the equation is now gone. Uh, I think that that was a big buildup to the last couple games 
in the game. Now Ryan Day has a one and three record against Jim Harbaugh coach teams. Really one and two, I guess. Uh, if you don't want to include this year's, considering that Tyrone Moore did coach that, but it still was a Harbaugh team. Let's not get it twisted. So there, there's a lot there about that and still a ton of pressure on Ryan Day to deliver a win in the rivalry game, but it's going to look different and he can't get that same kind of revenge that maybe we all expected him to get at some point. Yeah, it's interesting because this is the second time that we've seen um, two titans of college football go against each other. Uh, the first time being Bo versus Woody, the second time being Meyer versus Harbaugh. And of course, we lost Urban Meyer from the rivalry. Obviously, he's still alive and well, but we lost him from the rivalry a few years back. And so it, it was you still had at least one of those heavy hitters of college football on the sidelines for the game. Well, now you look at across the field and it's not uh, a knock on Sharon Moore or Ryan Day. I think they would both even agree with this. You lose some of that star power that came with the rivalry. Um, cause like I said, even when urban Meyer moved on, you still had Jim Harbaugh, who's a star of college football on the other sideline. And I think you do lose something in that sense. Um, just from the rivalry, it's no longer, um, you know, it could be two offensive coordinators who were promoted from within, which is just wild to say that they could go against each other at two of the bluiest of blue bloods in college football. Bluey. And so, bluiest. yeah, uh, said, yeah, my, my, my grandson's like bluey. Yeah. Um, which but it's funny. By the way, you left out Trussell versus Rodriguez. <laughs> well, I just think it's interesting that like this is the second time that this rivalry is going to see, you know, opposite yeah. sidelines have stars on it and now opposite sidelines don't. And yeah. um, I, I do think that you lose something in the rivalry there, uh, but I'm not going to cry about that. It's fine. Uh, Sharon Moore's a really good coach. Ryan Day's a really good coach. It's going to be really cool to see those two grow i think the other thing that it's worth mentioning tim and i'd love to get your reaction on this um ohio state won the 2014 big 10 championship and they hadn't quite won a national championship just yet but michigan knew that it had to counteract what urban meyer was doing at ohio state so what did michigan do they went out and they hired jim harbaugh and then 13 days later 14 days later ohio state won a national championship well fast forward to uh almost a decade later actually yeah almost a decade later nine years later Michigan wins a national championship and Ohio state is immediately reacting to Michigan's national championship by having their most aggressive offseason. They would have done this whether Michigan won the title or not, but it's right. just, there's a little bit of a, a poetry, a symmetry to how this Harbaugh era started on the heels of, or, you know, right before an Ohio state national title and how this Harbaugh era ends right after a Michigan national championship in which Ohio State is now trying to get back on top of the rivalry itself. Is, is there not some little bit of a poetry or symmetry there, Tim? Uh, I think there's a little bit of what the French call a certain I don't know what to it. Yeah. Uh, I think most Ohio State fans are are hoping it doesn't take seven years or whatever it was, six years to uh, right or wrong, you know, in their minds because, uh, yeah, let's – Let's face it, all of Ohio State's ills from the last three years have all come at the hands. Or the, Granted, they had a shot to beat Georgia uh, two seasons ago. Didn't happen by one point. But the point is, they were back to a corner even that time, losing three straight to Michigan. Without a doubt, Ohio State has reacted uh, much like Michigan did, trying to find the right way to do it, but they've stuck with their coach to get it done. And uh, – and it's delivering, I, I do believe. You still got to play the games, right? But there is a sense that now it's Ohio State's 
time to rebound. Of course, there was that sense last year, and there was that sense the year before. <laughs> I don't mean to put uh, throwing that in there, but there is not, there is no, there is no doubt that Ohio State is having the best January of any team in the country, or any program in the country, and it all, it all goes right back to those three straight losses to Michigan. That that has definitely been the catalyst. Andy. Well, it can all change in one year because remember in 2020, these teams didn't play and there was just a right. lot built up about, well, if they had played, Jim Harbaugh might have been fired after that season considering the way that season went for Michigan and the way that rivalry was going without a win for Michigan on that side, 0-5 to start. So it was a big what if. We obviously, I mean, we're not going to play in hypotheticals here. It didn't happen that year. They didn't play and then Three years straight, Michigan's beaten Ohio State, won the Big Ten, and now just has a national championship banner that's going to be hanging up there. So, obviously, kudos to them for what they've done. I know a lot of people in Ohio State are not going to really recognize a lot of those accomplishments, but everyone in Michigan is going to remember them forever. Um, and now you have to move on, right? And so the next thing is, how quickly can things change for Ohio State? You know, a lot of people have talked about how much pressure is on Ryan Day, how he needs to deliver this year. Similarly, maybe it can all change in one year. Maybe he has a streak of his own, and now he can go off on with consecutive wins against Michigan, consecutive Big Ten titles. Things can change really quickly. Another thing I wanted to mention is the transfer portal window is now open for Michigan uh, with the 30 days that the players will have to opt into the transfer portal, considering that now there's a coaching change. We just saw the same thing happen with Nick Saban at Alabama. A lot of Alabama players leaving. We've already seen a lot of Michigan players leaving to the NFL uh, because of, you know, going off into the sunset, knowing maybe what was to come. But there could be even more now leaving for the portal. So that's another thing to keep an eye on in terms of maybe not players that are coming to Ohio State. Uh, I wouldn't see that happening. But more players that are going to be leaving Michigan to make that roster even, uh, I guess, thinner than it already is. Yeah, and if you just look forward, you know, Michigan has not been – well. The on three Michigan site, the Wolverine, they do they do a they produce more Michigan content than any website I think I've ever seen. And uh, they were talking about uh, how Michigan hasn't been recruiting that much during this period because of Jim Harbaugh, um, Harbaugh watch, as you could call it. Um, they haven't been showing off that shiny new trophy up in Schimbeckler Hall the way that maybe a lot of other programs would. Ohio State definitely would have hosted a junior day by now. Um to show off a national championship trophy had it had it won that thing. Um, you know, every other program that's won a national title usually shows it off in January. Michigan hasn't been doing that because Jim Harbaugh has been jet setting around the country looking for an NFL job. Um, then you look, you go to the other angle of that. Michigan still doesn't have a quarterback answer unless it's going to stick with its quarterback. They they haven't really been that aggressive in the transfer portal. They landed Jay Sean Barham, the, the talented linebacker from Maryland, who I think is going to be a great part of their defense. But um this is going to be a Michigan team next year as we spin this thing forward without its head coach, its starting quarterback, its leading rusher and receiver, its number three receiver, all five starting offensive linemen, its leading tackler, a starting defensive tackle, a starting edge, another starting edge, one, two starting linebackers, and two starting defensive backs. Folks, that's a lot to replace. And when you have a brand new head coach who's never been a head coach before, and you know one of the things that Ryan Day got a little lucky with was most of the roster from 2018 returned. And so, you know, it was a little more turnkey. Um, you, you don't have that with Sh if Sharon Moore is the head coach. And if Sharon Moore is the head coach, then you also have to replace an offensive coordinator. And you might have to replace your defensive coordinator because the defensive coordinator might go with Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. You might have to replace your strength coach. 
All of that is to say, we're not, we're not a Michigan show. All that's to say, this has massive ramifications for the future of the Big Ten. Washington is in a complete reset after its national championship game appearance. Oregon is prime for a run in 2024. Ohio State is prime for a run in 2024. USC is trying to get back on the right side of things. UCLA is trying to get into the right side of things. You have a Wisconsin program that feels like it's on the cusp of something with the fickle. Iowa is entering a new era. Penn State feels like 2024 might be its chance to rise up with Drew Aller as its starting quarterback and the two talented backs that it has and a few new wide receivers, Julian Fleming. All of that is, I'm just trying to say, like, this is a moment for the Big Ten for power to kind of shift in this league, Tim. Don't you think? Let's see. Oregon starts with an O. Ohio State starts with an O. Penn State starts with a P. Oops. That's exactly right. I agree with you. Oops is on the rise. I mean, a brand new, a brand new, you know, obviously it doesn't start until, uh, until uh, what, June, but a brand new Big Ten is already on the way. When you look at the recruiting rankings, when you look at the transfer rankings, um, the transfer portal rankings, the tapping of the transfer portal rankings for just the right things. When you look at what Oregon has done, especially at the quarterback position, uh, perhaps going from strength to even better strength, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, but the bottom line, I mean, Dylan Gabriel's a proven commodity and the kid they got from UCLA, which Ohio State, I guess, had flirted with. But, uh, yeah, right on down the line, this looks like a uh, Ohio State-Oregon uh, now sudden scenario with Penn State, if not now, win, Sort of like the Michigan scenario of several years ago, if not now, win. Yeah, oops, oops has landed in the Big Ten and it's, it's going to be – Along with everything else, with um, what Michigan is losing, what Michigan has still got hanging over its head in terms of an NCAA investigation, two incomplete in NCAA investigations. Yeah, I would say you're exactly right. You're right on, Spencer. And I think, Andy, it's going to be more difficult in the new Big Ten with Oregon and Washington and USC becoming you know, potential power players in this league and Penn State potentially having a good season to get back to the top of the Big Ten. And so I think this is a major moment for the league to have new faces up at the top. You know, Ohio State would be a new face at the top. It hasn't been at the top since 2020. So, you know, this is an interesting time for Michigan, but also as it relates to the Big Ten. Well, it's an interesting time for college football because as all these changes are going on, of the four teams that made the CFP this past season, only one has a returning coach that's coaching that same team. That's Kirby. uh, No, so you have Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan. Uh, You have uh, Nick Saban retiring for Alabama, and then DeBoer leaving Washington for Alabama. So there's three right there that you would expect to be returning for teams that made a run of the national title that are just no longer there. I think that's a huge change to college football in general, and that opens the door for in the 12-team CFP for new power is not just in the Big Ten, but in college football in general. It's a huge opportunity for Ryan Day. We've already talked about all of the stuff that he has at his disposal now, and a lot of the things that he's made happen this offseason, coaching changes, uh, roster retention, transfer portal gets. He deserves credit for a lot of that, but there's just pressure stacking. Everything's building to, okay, well, you really should win now. And this is the latest domino to fall where it's like, okay, there were already no excuses to lose to Michigan this season, but now there's another one that's taken off the board because you have the experience in whichever coaching battle you're going to have, not to mention that if it is Shrone Moore, you've already faced Shrone Moore once in kind of a preview tease this past season, and you lost that matchup, there is 
as much pressure as you could ever have in a kind of situation like this for Ryan Day. Not saying he won't live up to it. I'm just saying that, you know, people will say, well, does the game mean less? Because and this is national conversation, not Ohio State conversation, because everyone's still going to care about the game, regardless of where it's placed among the Big Ten, you know, hierarchy. Like the end of the season game is not going to have the same impact because of the way the season is is shaped now with a 12-team CFP and no divisions in the Big Ten. But people are still going to care about it, and partly for this reason, because there is this shifting dynamic and there is this opportunity for a new streak to be born and a new power dynamic to be formed between these two teams. And that's why I think this next season's game is going to have so many eyeballs on it because it's going to be, okay, can they finally get over the hump? And that's where Michigan was for all those many years with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, let's put it this way. I mean, uh, Jim Harbaugh doesn't, doesn't leave, doesn't go to the NFL with a winning record over Ohio State. They've won the last three. Number one, number two, you could put – Pee Wee Herman is the new head coach at at, uh, at Michigan. And I know not only was he not a coach, he's no longer around, <laughs> but you could put him there and it would matter to Ohio State fans and to Ryan Day because that's been the difference of, for Ohio State of getting where it wants to go. Like I said, with a caveat that two years ago, they still played in the college football playoff, got beat by Georgia by one point. But the bottom line is uh, – uh, this is almost apropos because college football is changing more dramatically in 2024 than it's ever changed in the sense of, from a pressure standpoint, 12 teams are going to make the playoff, not four. And there are so many things we're going to be looking back at at this time a year from now going, you know, because the championship game will have been done at that point and just going, wow, Things are certainly totally different. The Big Ten has 18 teams in it. The SEC has 16 teams in it. Who are these other leagues? Uh, there's a power two, a sort of power two, and then an AYO, you know, group of group of conferences. And we're it's going to be interesting what we're talking about a year from now. But it is definitely a moment in time where, as you guys have pointed out, Ohio State can stick its big booted foot back at the top of the mountain of the Big Ten and then move on from there. Yeah, it's not it, – this isn't a Michigan's going to go 3-9 and nine kind of show. This is a – the power dynamic has shifted it, just because Jim yeah, Harbaugh – about the power at the top. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Michigan still has – and I could just, you know, go through, you know, as Tim likes to say, right on down the line of guys who are returning. Will Johnson's going to be a first-round pick. Mason Graham and Kenneth Graham, both defensive tackles, maybe first-round picks. Josiah Stewart – at defensive end is really good. Rod Moore in the secondary. You look at, uh, you know, Macari Page in the secondary. I think he's back. Maybe he left for the NFL. Uh, Ernest Hausman's going to be back. Jay Sean Barham, like I said, that linebacker. Like that defense is going to be very good still. This is not a program that's going to bottom out, just like Alabama's not going to bottom out when Nick Saban retired. But, you know, the Sharks smell blood. You know, Oregon knows that it's heading into the Big Ten with a really good roster the same year that Michigan's going to kind of reset. Ohio State knows that it's got its best team probably since 2019, the same year that Michigan's going to reset. So all of this is to say the the implications of Jim Harbaugh leaving for the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said the San Diego Chargers. I didn't do it. Has massive implications on the Big Ten and for Ohio State. That's Tim May, the 40-year vet. That's Andy Backstrom. I'm Spencer Holbrook. We're going to be breaking down more of this as the week continues to go on. Jim Harbaugh no longer in the Big Ten. Ryan Day going to try to seize control of the league. As Jim Harbaugh leaves, the power vacuum uh, needs to be filled. 
we're going to cover it all as it happens. Again, that's Tim May on the other side of that screen. That's Andy Backstrom there in the middle. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to this rapid reaction. We'll see you guys back here for another Letterman Row video. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.